Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 52 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the ttl crew on this beautiful friday of bets Boy, oh boy, do we have a loaded slate on tap and a huge episode for you today. But before we get into all of today's action and the analysis and best bets we found today, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the Talking the Line podcast on. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button right over in that direction. Or if you're listening on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit it there as well. If you also have a few extra moments and you could be so kind, go ahead and smash that like button in addition to that subscribe button. Leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We are so appreciative of it when you guys do, and it only helps us make this bigger and better for each and every single one of you. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description. First link you're going to see there is the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL Crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, Gamblers joining us for today's show on this beautiful Friday, June 4th, 2021. I can't even believe it's June. I am your humble host, Colton Colt 45 Sroka, and it is my pleasure, as always, to bring in the co-host of the TTL pod, the young man sitting next to me and to my left Every single morning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time till around 11 or 11.30. Just depends on how windy we get. If you tuned in yesterday, he was wearing his favorite football team and I was wearing my favorite baseball team. Now we have flip-flopped, did not plan this out. That's just how in sync we are, ladies and gentlemen. With that being in sync comes in sync bets and nothing but running tickets to the pay window. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen. The man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing good, my man. Like you said, we uh, did not plan this at all yesterday or today. Uh, my socks got the win last night, so I had to put on the shirt today. That's my only rationale with that. And uh, as you said, in sync, in sync shirt combos mean in sync bets, in sync uh, brains, in sync brains, everything all right. the sorts so uh, i'm feeling great today we've got the weekend coming up we've got a packed show here today and we've got another packed night of cashing some tickets so i've got no problems on my side of the table hey i love to hear it no complaints in this department 
either, my friend. Uh, speaking of packed show today, we sure do have one coming at you. Before we get into all of the action and talk some lines for you guys today, let me put my phone on Do Not Disturb because that's annoying right now. Let's get into the bets from yesterday. We are a full transparency show and we always let you know what we did. And boys and girls, we are finally back on the winning We're track. We're back on it. Holy smokes. Let's recap these best bets from yesterday. Our mags had a three in one day, cashed out his Royals money line. The Mets plus one and a half coming in clutch in the late oh, yeah. innings. Absolutely love to see that. He did miss just short on Texas and Colorado under 10 and a half because Colorado put up the game total by themselves. Mm-hmm. So a rough beat there and the Suns money line easy cash ran away with it from the Lakers. Congratulations to you. Good sir. Appreciate it man. Another uh, another night where the Suns put me to bed early. Didn't yeah. have to sweat too much on that one. Absolutely and uh, love waking up seeing those Mets and no uh, coming in clutch no in the late coming in uh, keeping it within one run. As for me, two in one day, Cubbies oh so close to that first five run line plus a half. They were tied two to two in the bottom of the fifth if you didn't see it. And Rex Brothers came in from one of the best, if not the best, bullpen in the MLB right now, that being the Cubs bullpen, and throws three straight balls and then one meatball right down the middle and gives up a home run to Crawford to lose the first five, five to two. Mm-hmm. However, cast the other two cast plays, other two, my man. friend. The Nats' first five plus a half. Hope you tuned in live because that one kicked off at like 11.35. Might have kicked off before we hit end on the yeah, stream, it, ver- it very well might have. Uh, before I was even able to eat lunch, I had mm-hmm. some extra money in my pocket. So that was a killer play there. And then the Rockies' money line. No sweater. Big win, big win. No sweater whatsoever. I believe it was 8-0 in the fourth or Something fifth. Something along those so lines, yeah. Got real easy. As for the triple play Thursday parlay, by that much, that means today's special play is a guaranteed cash. However, we were so doggone close. It was only three to nothing for the Astros. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get any runs put up on the board. Rough beat on that one. But like I said, we are coming in hot and with the juice for Friday's special play, the Mm -hmm. primetime parlay. Let you know about that in just a second. And wrapping it up for yesterday's bets, the Moneyline Dice Back to even on the week, two and two, I do mm-hmm. believe. And uh, Blazers, rough loss. Had the game the entire time, but the Joker and the Nuggets beat them down in the very end, and it was a wrap. It was, it was a, a wrap. wrap for the Blazers. We'll get into that later. We will yeah. definitely get into that later. Make sure you also stick around for the rants and reactions when we get into some of the juiciest Hot takes that we have as a TTL crew from some of the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, and everything in between. As for today's action, what are we talking about today? Obviously, we got our mags best bets of the day, got my best bets of the day. Mentioned the special play of the day. It is the primetime parlay. Mm-hmm. If you've been following along with us for a little bit of time, it's been the Chicago baseball parlay, but today we're not super high on either one of our home teams, him being the Sox, me being the Cubs, so we're going to stay far away right. and bring you the primetime parlay. One leg from the MLB slate, one leg from the NHL slate, and one leg from the MLB slate. Three legs almost paying out at six to one odds. I am so ready to get a special play to the window. It is not even funny. Let's get this doggone thing locked in and ride it all night long. As bad as that sounds. 
and cash it hey. at the window this evening. We also have Moneyline Dice uh, coming in and going to have their usual episodic role even after a rough loss last night. They're feeling good about an MLB matchup tonight, so they'll give us their pick later on in the show. We also got rants and reactions to get into, and the first live UFC main card parlay from yours truly. I will also give you some best fights to watch and some of my other analysis from the entire card Mm -hmm. from the uh, fight night this weekend for UFC. So make sure you stick around for some of our hot takes and the latest rants and reactions from the TTL crew. And last but not least, got a good way to close it for you today. Little message on spreading kindness for my motivation minute. So make sure you stick around to the very end of the show. I will uh, be sure to get you something, something uh, you need to hear for, uh, for this Friday afternoon, get you started on into the weekend. So make sure you stick around for that as well. But for now. Cut all the nonsense, cut all the drama, cut all the banter you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come here to the Talking the Line podcast for the Stone Cold Locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew. So without further ado, it's time to get into the first segment of the day. My personal favorite segment, because we just dish out heaters. Mm -hmm. This man over here is on an MLB prop heater like I've never seen. So a great time to remind you guys, follow us on the action app, him at rmags, me at cash underscore with underscore Colt, and the Talking the Line page, obviously at Talking the Line. You'll get all of our best bets there. But today, my man said, I got three plays I've been eyeing since last night's action kicked off. I know these ones are going to the window, and I pulled out my broom early because I'm going for the sweep. You see that look on his face? He ain't playing no damn games. So without further ado, it's time to get into RMAG's best bets of the day. And as per usual, partner, you have the floor. Appreciate it, my man. Today I've got three MLB plays, all three coming out of baseball games. First one coming out of the Rays versus Rangers matchup. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays money line. You've got Josh Fleming lefty on the mound for the Rays versus Kyle Gibson righty for the Rangers. Fleming Fleming coming in with a 2.98 ERA, 1.04 whip. He's been pretty solid. This will be, I believe, his fifth start on the season. He's been in and out of the bullpen, kind of a spot starter. Uh, he get some long relief uh, action for the Rays whenever someone's got a tough start to come out for them. Uh, so he's gone four, five, six innings pretty consistently all season, even if he's not getting that start. Uh, but either way, he uh, the Rays have won four of his last five games that he has pitched in. Fleming pitched against Texas early on in April, gave up uh, one run over five innings pitched. And on the other side of the bill, you've got Kyle Gibson, who has been solid all season long, but is due for some regression. He's getting into his 30s. This is the best he's pitched in his career, arguably, uh, and it's time for him to regress a little bit. Teams have been putting the ball in play against him, so it's time to start finding those holes against him. Uh, these offenses, Rangers offense has been ice cold. They ended up scoring six runs yesterday, but four of those were in the ninth inning in garbage time when they were down nine or uh, excuse me, down eleven to two partner. And four of those runs came against a guy who was coming in with a 12 ERA. So uh, not exactly anyone who's throwing uh, throwing heat or throwing some uh, nasty pitches, if you will. Mm. 
They are currently on a nine-game losing streak right now, averaging 2.4 runs over their last seven games. As I mentioned, four runs yesterday in garbage time, so that 2.4 might even be a little inflated. Uh, They couldn't be any colder against lefties right now. They are coming in last five games with a 128 batting average, 1.29 runs per nine nine innings. So things are rough right now for the Rangers against lefties. Rays split with the Yanks uh, this past week here. And they put up five runs against Garrett Cole yesterday, partner. They are 21-9 and on the road. Best record in baseball on the road. Give me every bit of the Rays money line today. I agree with you, kid. Mm-hmm. I uh, looked at this a little bit. I went back and forth uh, just because the Rangers and Gibson. I mean, you look at the surface numbers and some of what Gibson has done this season. I mean, you alluded to it. He's been a good pitcher. But uh, I do think that regression monster is coming for mm-hmm. Gibson. I do believe I think I will ride along right side with you as well. I would be a little more sheepish on the Rays had they not done that to Garrett Cole last right. night. Exactly. So uh, first pick of the day, Tampa Bay Rays money line. We'll be sure to recap all of our Mags best bets after all of the TTL Cruise best bets. So without further ado, there's one. How about two? Number two, out of the Diamondbacks versus Brewers matchup, we had a play in the parlay yesterday. I'm taking something for a straight today, and I am taking the Brewers run line minus one and a half. You've got Matt Peacock on the mound for the Diamondbacks, righty versus Freddie Peralta, righty for the Brewers, and I cannot say enough about how much I love Freddie Peralta this year. He is coming in with a 2.38 ERA, a .92 whip, he has had one bad start out of 10 starts on the season where he gave up five runs and eight of his other 10 starts um, on the season. He has allowed two earned runs or less. He has been stout. Uh, small sample size here versus the D-backs offense on his career, but given the small sample size that he does have, he is a career or the uh, Diamondbacks offense is a career 0 for 12 against Peralta. So hitless against this man when they have seen him. Uh, we mentioned Arizona as a team earlier this week a couple times that has hit lefties very well lately, uh, but it's not so much the case with righties. They're no scrubs by any means, um, but on the road against righties here, 203 batting average, 296 runs per nine versus righties on the road so when you get them at home for sure they can put it up on the board against righties but not on the road they have one of the bottom three road records in the entire major leagues with the 9 and 22 straight up record the only team that is worse is the rockies they are now right neck and neck with the rangers uh, brewers six and one straight up last seven five and two to the run line they are heating up right now and lastly here, the Diamondbacks in Milwaukee, 1-8 and eight straight up over their last nine in Miller Park, uh, or whatever they call it these days. I don't know what it is. It'll be forever Miller Park to me. Uh, and they are 2-10 and 10 last 12 in this matchup versus the Brewers, uh, you know, going over the last two, three years here. Uh, so all in all, this D-backs team is cooling off. It's not a lefty on the mound, so you know if it was, then I would definitely not be playing this play here. Uh, but given the righty splits on the road, give me... Every bit of Freddie Peralta to keep these guys low. Like I said, eight of his 10 starts, he has been fantastic. He has one start, I think, that I didn't mention where it was three earned runs. So nine of his 10 starts have been three or less. But I kept it to 8 out of 10 because 2 or less in 8 starts is fantastic. Yeah, so Peralta's been absolutely terrific. Yeah. I, I, needless to say. Needless to say. Uh, 
I also agree with you as far as the Diamondbacks have been struggling a lot recently mm -hmm. and not to mention on the road now, mm -hmm. neck and neck with the Rangers for the worst record in the MLB. And I was actually looking up while you were talking there, uh, getting some pretty solid odds on that minus one and a half. I wondered how juicy it was going to be plus 105 right now mm -hmm. FanDuel Sportsbook. Yep. So that is uh, looking real good to me. I think I'm rocking with you as well, my friend. So one and two, he's mm -hmm. got my vote. How about number three? Number three, I took this play yesterday, and I'm going right back to it once again. I am taking the Royals' money line versus the Minnesota Twins. You've got Matt Shoemaker on the mound for the Twins. He is a right-hander versus Brad Keller, one of my uh, most hated players in the league, uh, given being a White Sox rival and hater. Um, Royals hater, Brad Keller hater. But regardless, he has been picking things up as of late. Shoemaker, on the other hand, has been terrible all season long. He held a 6-1-6 ERA in May. Uh, this past Sunday against these Royals gave up five earned runs in four and a third innings. Uh, after a rough start to the season for Keller, as I was mentioning, he's turning things around, including two starts versus the Twins. Uh, he did not allow more than three runs over his last six starts, um, and Royals, off, or Royals have won each of his last four starts over the White Sox, Brewers, Rays, and these Twins. So it wasn't against any scrub teams here. Uh, at least three of those fours are teams that are right in the forefront of their playoff pictures. On offense, this Royals lineup is heating up, and the Twins' office can't really be trusted right now. They're a little inconsistent. Royals' core hitters specifically are heating up. Salvador, Salvador Perez is tearing the cover off the ball, and he hits Shoemaker very, very well. Five and one straight up over their last six for the Royals and scored at least five runs in all of those five or all of those six games, including the loss. Uh, and versus righty pitching last five games, 304 batting average, 360 OBP, 7.71 runs per nine. While the Twins two and five straight up over their last seven games and versus righty pitching their last five, 196 batting average, 3.41 runs per nine. So nonetheless, I like Brad Keller to stay hot. I like Shoemaker to be as inconsistent as he's been all season long and give me this Royals offense to stay hot, especially Mr. Salvador Perez, not locking it in quite yet on the pod, but he may or may not be my prop of the day. Uh, nonetheless, give me every bit of the Royals to make it two in a row versus the twins here. I like that a lot as well. Uh, that pitching matchup shoemaker has been a mess for the twins Messy. all season long. Messy. As much as you hate Keller, I know uh, you like him a lot in this matchup and uh, yeah, that Royals offense heating up mm -hmm. boys and girls. So he's got my vote on all three today looked as well. Currently a minus one twenty four on FanDuel mm -hmm. Sportsbook. So looking real, real good for the odds on your plays and uh hey i think you're well deserving that you got that broom out of the closet early this morning pal. Uh -huh. well uh, hey yeah you yeah. didn't say it i, I didn't did. say it. i didn't, you say, didn't it. say it i did <laughs> so i'm loving our mag's best bets of the day if you're riding with my man make sure you lock those bad boys in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book now, without further ado, the first half of the TTL crew, hey, I'm a poet and I didn't even know it, uh, gave you his best bets of the day. It's time for me to give you mine. So let's get into my best bets of the day. And at the top of the show, I told you I'm bringing you four. Now, I got four half game, first five plays, two money lines, two run lines. All right. So we're going to get right into it. No hesitation, no delay, no waiting around, no extra nonsense. Here we go. First pick of the day. I am taking the Miami Marlins first five run line plus a half. Let me tell you why. 
Got Cody Poteet on the mound for the Marlins and Mitch Keller on the mound for the Pirates. Poteet had his first rough outing of the season uh, in four official starts in his last start uh, back on May the 28th. But outside of that, he has been a dominant, dominant righty. Three other starts, he's pitched 17 innings, only allowed 10 hits, had 13 Ks with only two walks only allowed two earned runs, and both of those earned runs were in the exact same game. He has a 179 batting average allowed, 220 OBP, and a 540 OPS. Now, this Pittsburgh offense... Nothing that you need to be putting your money on. They are 24th in the MLB in batting average with a 228, 23rd in the MLB in OBP with 299, and 30th in the MLB with a 650 OPS. They are not the offense for you to be backing at any point in time, especially with how well Poteet has been pitching. Keller has not also been the pitcher that you need to put your money on either. What am I telling you? This Pyroots team is not the team for you to get behind. Keller has been overall pretty doggone weak for this Pirates team. He's he's peppered in a, a good game here or mm-hmm. there, a, a zero game here or there, but overall, he's been really weak. Ten starts. He's only made it over five innings once, where he went five and two-thirds, 42 and two-thirds innings pitched overall this season. He's got a three and six record with an abysmal 6.54 ERA, 46 Ks, but with 23 walks, so command is a bit of an issue for Keller. He's got a 282 batting average allowed on the season, 367 OBP, and a whopping 850 OPS. After a rough loss last night, my friend, the Marlins are uh, going to be geared up mm-hmm. against a weak pitcher like this and ready to jump on Keller from the first pitch and the word go. If you're giving me a half a run on the first five, I do like the money line as well, but if you're giving me a half a mm-hmm. run and some real nice odds on it, I'm going to take that all day long. Now, in Poteet's last four starts, the Miami Marlins are 3-1 and one straight up overall in the first five innings, and Keller's last five starts overall. The uh, Pirates are uh, went a little blank there, 2-1-1 one and one straight up in the first five innings. However, those two wins were against the Rockies on the road. The uh, Rockies were in Pittsburgh, so it was at home for the Pirates, and against a banged-up San Diego Padres team. So, Not very quality wins in the first five innings. I'm not buying it here for the Pirates. First five innings was tied last night between these two teams, one to one. Mm -hmm. So at the very least, I like the Marlins to have this tied, if not get the outright victory. Last five games overall, Miami is two, two and one straight up in the first five innings. Even though they've been losing games outright, they've been getting it done in the first half and then letting games slip away. Mm -hmm. Opposite story for the Pirates. They have been really slow in the first half of the games and then have to scrap and claw to get it back in they are two two and one straight up in the last five games in the first five innings however i'm not buying it here tonight not against the arm of poteet should be another really tight game i think to start things off keller might have a little bit of success early uh, pitching at home with some of the home crowd but i think eventually this marlins team gets to him it might not be until the fifth or sixth inning but that's all right if the game's tied this is a winner so that all leads me to my first pick of the day miami marlins first five run line plus a half i love it man that obp against keller is pretty doggone rough uh anytime it's uh up over 350 yeah. that's pretty damn rough so i'm all over it with you no problems plus a half especially yeah. you already mentioned it i love it you give me the half a run i'll take it all day long so there's pick number one pick number two coming from me i'm taking the toronto blue jays 
first five money line. You got Granky on the mound for the Astros, who the Blue Jays are playing, and Hyun Jin Ryu on the mound for the Blue Jays. Now, Granky has been normal Granky. He has been dominant ZG that we all know. However, he's given up a few more earned runs, much like I said about Bieber a few episodes back, than the team would like him to at this point in time. In his last five starts, he's given up a combined 29 hits and 13 earned runs. So a little bit shaky for the classic Zach Granke that we know and love. 10 starts this season, he has gone 73 and two-thirds innings pitched, 5-2 and two record with a 3.67 ERA. So he's still dominant. Wanted to pepper that in there, but however, for as dominant as Zach has been, Ryu has been 10 times more dominant for this Blue Jays offense. He has been their money man and their strikeout man. 10 starts this season so far for Ryu, 58 and a third innings pitched. He's got a 5 and 2 record, a pristine 2.62 ERA, 58 Ks with only 8 walks, my friend. 238 batting average, 264 OBP, and a 641 OPS allowed. Ryu has been dealing, and he is a dominant lefty that uh, really heads the spear of this this Toronto pitching rotation, Mm -hmm. if you will. And the uh, last five starts for Ryu, the Blue Jays are 3-1-1 straight up in the first five innings, so absolutely love to see that trend. First five inning runs per game is also what I'm looking at here. Toronto is third in the MLB with 3.04 average. However, at home, they are averaging 3.78 first five inning runs per game, where Houston is fourth in the MLB with 2.96 average. However, they're only averaging 2.74 on the road in the first five innings. So you're giving me an entire additional run on a home road split there for the Blue Jays and the Astros. I'm all over the Blue Jays here. If you listen to my analysis earlier on in the week, they are a very scary team. They are a team that you have to hold your breath for almost every single pitch and uh, something you don't want to do if you have money on the opposing team. Right. It's good to hold your breath if you have money on them, and uh, old Vladdy takes one deep. Yeah, no question. I think uh, Vlad does take Zach Granke deep, and one final thought that I uh, really, really, really love here that I uh, caught right at the end. Toronto, this Toronto Blue Jays lineup against Zach Granke, Averaging 351 at the plate with a 359 OBP and a 917 OPS. Give me all of the Toronto Blue Jays' first five money line here today. Yeah, no question, man. Those numbers you just said is the reason why I loved it as well. And not to mention they're hitting pretty pretty damn hot right now. So if they were cold, then it might be a different story. You might be a little concerned, but that is not the case. And I love Ryu as much as you do. Yeah. So very high on that one. That one, that one might be my favorite best bet of the day. But okay. obviously, if I give it as a best bet, they're all best bets. Sure. Okay. Sure. So moving right along to number three for today, going back to a run line play. For my third pick of the day, I'm taking the Atlanta Braves first five run line plus a half again. Julio Urias is on the mound for the Dodgers, who the Braves are playing, and my man Ian Anderson is taking the mound for the Braves. Now, Urias has been the guy for the Dodgers so far this season. He's been incredibly dominant. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, and uh, I, I can't deny that. His last three starts, however, 
been a little bit shaky. 17 hits given up combined, nine earned runs, and 17 and two-thirds innings pitched. So he's been a little uh, little weird, little uh, not so much the Urias that we've seen all season long. Not saying he's bad. I'm just saying that uh, he hasn't been the traditional Urias. Mm-hmm. However, with that being the case, I do think that this is going to become somewhat of a pitcher's duel here today sure. with Anderson on the mound. Um, in uh, Urias's 10 starts, he's pitched 67 and a third innings, but he he also does have a 7-2 and two record with a 3.61 ERA, 75 Ks and only 9 walks allowed, 221 batting average and a 256 OBP. So that's the first half of why I think this is going to be a pitcher's duel. Now, how about Anderson? As for Anderson, he had a rough out. He's had a few rough outings, you know, here or there. It's kind of depended exactly what lineup he's seeing right. or if the team has seen him before. But overall, he's been pretty doggone solid um, early on in his career so far here for the Braves. In uh, 10 starts so far this season, 55 innings pitched, 4-2 and two record, a pretty nice 3.27 ERA, 59 Ks with only 22 walks, 229 batting average allowed with 307 OBP. So Anderson also has been dominant in his own right. And one thing that I noticed, the Dodgers have never faced Anderson before, him being such a new younger pitcher. He's not a rookie, but uh, he's still young in his career. I do believe this is only his second year uh, officially on the bump for the Braves. However, uh, I do believe the beard power. He has grown mm-hmm. the beard out, and uh, I think he's going to be pitching some nasty stuff. If he can locate against these this Dodgers team, even though the Dodgers put up 11 runs in the first inning back on Tuesday against the Cardinals, they've been stroking a little bit, but uh, not 11 runs in the first inning. And I think no. Anderson does a very, very solid job, at least for the first five here tonight. And uh, both teams really are hitting pretty similarly. Is why I took this uh, first five plus a half on the run line. Overall, I mean... I I do see if anybody's putting up runs, it is going to be this Braves team. Urias might make a mistake here or there. He's been a little accident prone here in his last few games. I think Anderson remains super, super dominant, even though he had a few rough outings in his last few, but uh, he'll he'll come out here and pitch some real nasty stuff. As long as he can locate, we're going to get this one cashed, hook, line, and sinker, no problem. Atlanta Braves, first five run line plus a half. I love it, man. I love Anderson a lot. Uh, he's uh, probably among my top 10 pitchers in the league right now that I uh, key in on uh, whatever his matchup is. So I'm uh, yep. all over it today with you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, once again, you're giving me a half a run for yeah. the first five. I'm going to scoop that up a real nice, some real, real good odds. And you know, the books are scared about this play because they have suspended it about four times since I put it in my bet slip this yeah. morning. So make sure you hammer that son of a gun in. ASAP. Fourth and final best bet coming from me today. Heading on over. Felt like I haven't had a chance to say this today. Usually say this. Head on over to the matchup between the Cincinnati Reds and the St. Louis Cardinals. And I am taking contrarian to what everyone may be thinking today just because they won yesterday. Doesn't mean a damn thing to me. I am taking against my better will and judgment. Could barely get their name out of my mouth yesterday. Mm-hmm. The St. Louis Cardinals first five money line. I have extreme faith in this play and uh, don't have a whole lot of faith in the arm of Luis Castillo, who is going to be on the mound for the Reds. Castillo has been an absolute mess this season, partner and ladies and gentlemen listening. I can't even begin to explain to you, and he gives up earned runs like it is his doggone job when he should be limiting them. Right. It is ridiculous. <laughs> Ten starts, 52 and a third innings pitch for Castillo, one and eight straight up record for this man. 
nasty 7.22 ERA, 48 Ks, 23 walks, terrible command issues, 321 batting average, 392 OBP, 896 OPS. Struggling doesn't even begin to scratch the tip of the iceberg as to what Luis Castillo is doing right now. In his career versus St. Louis, he is solid. However, this has been the worst start of Castillo's entire career, and I'm talking by three, four numbers in every single statistical category. The Cardinals are 261 batting average against him with a 303 OBP and a 761 OPS. So not shutting him down completely, and especially with how bad he has been pitching this season, I think the Cardinals put up runs at will tonight against him. St. Louis is actually, or I'm sorry, uh, the Reds are actually 0-5 in the last five Castillo starts in the first five innings. He has not been dominant at all. I'm trying to tell you guys, he is not someone you need to put your money behind at all. And overall, in all of his starts, his 10 starts, Castillo's 10 starts, two, seven, and one straight up for the Cincinnati Reds in the first five innings. If you needed any more, I got it for you. You got Wang Young Kim. On the mound for the Cardinals, the dominant lefty has had a few rough outings here or there most recently, but I do believe he is going to lock back in, especially at home. Eight starts for the man so far this season, 37 innings pitched, one and three record, a beautiful 3.65 ERA that is a little bit inflated because of a rough game against my man's White Sox and the Arizona Diamondbacks that were kind of coming back on a little bit of a heat up. However, he's got 33 Ks with only 12 walks, allowing a 265 batting average and uh, 321 OBP. Both those numbers also a little bit inflated because of those last two games against the Sox and the D-backs. Now, not to mention, Kim has been not allowing earned runs. He has allowed more than one earned run three times in uh, his eight starts so far this season. So the other five times he has only allowed one earned run has been extremely dominant. And those have come uh, in the later half of the inning after the Cardinals have already put up some good runs for him. And I mentioned that because the Cardinals are three and zero straight up in the first five innings in Kim's home start so far this season so absolutely love to see that trend as well not to mention i told you kim was a lefty if you didn't know cincinnati reds against lefties have fallen off so bad at the plate the last five games for the reds against lefties 111 batting average 200 obp and averaging 1.59 runs per nine innings you don't believe me you think i'm making it up let me take you back the last 10 They're averaging 200 at the plate with only a 273 OBP and only scoring 1.00 runs per nine innings against lefties. This Reds team has fallen off significantly from what they started the year at against lefties. Last night, I already talked about it. Three to two win for the Reds. Cash that ticket. We're staying away from it. We're going to the other side. We're going to cash that ticket tonight. I am all over the Cardinals to stay hot The Cardinals only put two runs, or they put two runs up rather in the first inning against Gutierrez, and then they really, really, really struggled. And they struggled against the Reds' bullpen, who is 30th in the MLB in bullpen ERA. So I don't see them struggling like that here again tonight. They're going to be very upset and very pissed off at their performance for their home fans. They're going to be ready to jump all over the weak arm of Castillo right from the jump. So with me, you should too. Lock in the St. Louis Cardinals' first five money line. I love it, man. Even if, and I 
believe he's going to get shelled. But even if Castillo has some sort of a bounce back, I think uh, I think Kim holds him way the hell down to yep. zero or even one runs. Yeah, Reds uh, Reds had some have some nice numbers against righties, but it is brutal against Castillo. Lefties. Man, Castillo starts out good in the first two innings, mm-hmm. and then his velo just just goes yeah. away. Second it, time it through the lineup. Second it's time insane. through the lineup is rough. It is absolutely insane. And uh, you know, I, I thought at some point in time there would be that positive regression, as you like to say it's in not the, coming in the betting world, but I, I don't think it's coming. I, I really don't. And that's why I'm smashing this play in, even though uh they are one of my hated NL Central rivals. But that all being said, there you have it. Armag's best bets of the day, my best bets of the day. If you're riding with me, as always, make sure you hammer those bad boys in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book. All right, best bets of the day out of the way. Let's get into the second segment of the day. Thank you so much. Real quick, for all of you uh, joining us live, thank you uh, so, so much for taking some time just to hang out, kick it with us, and get some good value today. So there are... Seven straight plays for you. Mm -hmm. It's time to get into the special play of the day. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, been talking about it all day. Let's hit the primetime parlay. Told you it was three legs. Told you it was paying out almost six to one odds. Now let's tell you how we got it there. Partner, I'm going to let you choose. Okay. Because we're pretty high on all of these plays together. If you, wherever you, what slate you want to start, I'll take the next and we will tag team the third. Okay. So I will let you have the floor. Let's get things started with today's primetime parlay. Well, I know which one you definitely have more knowledge on, so I will let you take that one. I'm going to go ahead and take this first one. Clippers minus three tonight versus the Dallas Mavericks. Plain and simple, the away team has won and covered in every single one of these matchups in this series. We are going to game six. Clippers have a do-or-die situation. The last one was uh, a tight one. I believe the Mavs ended up winning by five. Clippers had a chance to tie it to send it to overtime. They couldn't do that. Um, but for whatever reason, and it's not even just the playoffs, this is a macro macrocosm, if that's a word microcosm macrocosm something uh, like something that. along those lines the yeah. point i'm trying to make is dallas mavericks this is not just a playoff trend for them failing to cover a win at home they were shaky against the spread all season long at home and obviously that has continued into this playoffs and the clippers in a do or die situation i am putting my chips down on paul george and Kawhi leonard to take care of business uh and all in all like I said, it doesn't make much sense. We keep waiting for this Mavs team to take care of business at home, and it just ain't coming. This one's going seven games, and the short spread of minus three is going to be no problem for these Clippers. They are going to make sure it is a no-doubter. So first play of the, uh, first leg of this parlay is going to be the Clippers minus three tonight. Yes, sir. And I the first half of your analysis, you can stop there for me. Sure. The trends for this mm-hmm. where Dallas all season long day in and day out you put them at home they can't cover a a a sheep with wool right for crying out loud right and then you you take them on the road and they destroy teams Mm -hmm. it makes no sense so we're going back to dallas clippers whole entire season on the line Give me all of them to have at least. I think it's going to be a double digit victory for them, and we're going. Kind of what I was thinking. And we're going back to Staples Center for Game Seven. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. So first leg, you heard it from him. Hear it from me again. Los Angeles Clippers minus three or whatever the best line you're currently seeing in that on your favorite sports book. I know it's kind of fluctuated a little bit today. Second leg of 
the primetime parlay for this beautiful Friday evening of bets. We are taking from the NHL ice the Stanley Cup matchup between the Montreal Canadiens and Winnipeg Jets. We're riding with the Montreal Canadiens. My Habs. If you've been tuning in to the TTL pod every show daily, you will know how how high I have been on yep. these Habs. You've signed the adoption papers. I, they are officially yours. They are officially <laughs> uh, now my new team outside of our Hawks. I don't know where it came from all of a sudden, but I love them. I had them to uh, win the first series over the Leafs. Everybody called me crazy when they went down 3-1. And now look where they are at now after a beautiful beautiful first game victory uh, against these same Winnipeg Jets. Now, if you did see, the game ended with a terrible, terrible hit against Winnipeg Jets or against the Montreal Canadiens from the Winnipeg Jets. And I like to bet the human aspect from time to time. And if you're telling me that the Montreal Canadiens aren't going to be ready to come back and get that lick back right off the jump, you're out of your mind. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing I really like. Now, the next thing that I really, really like is that the Jets are 0-6 in their last six playoff games as a favorite. Mm. When they're favored, they don't do very well at all. And my Habs, 4-0 in their last four overall. They are 4-0 in their last four playing on one day's rest. Okay. And 4-0 in their last four as a puppy. Give me all of the Montreal Canadiens. The books are off their rockers. The wrong team is favored tonight. And if you are giving me plus money last time I checked, give me the Habs. Second leg of the primetime parlay. Montreal Canadiens money line. Three legs. First two. You got them. Third leg. Here it comes. Going to the beautiful Coors Field. Mm Mm-hmm. In Denver, Colorado, for the matchup between the Oakland A's and the Colorado Rockies. You might think we'd be siding with the obvious favorite A's team, but no, 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 we are not. We are going to the hometown favorites and the team that is hotter than hot right now, officially 9-2 and two straight up as a home favorite, or I'm sorry, uh, at home on the season, mm-hmm. or they are now 19-12, and 12. totally flubbed that up. They're not a favorite tonight. They're a dog. That doesn't matter. But now they're 19 and 12 at home. So they're dominant (laughs) as shit. I was on a roll there. It kind of slipped my mind. Here we go. We are taking for the third leg, the Colorado Rockies, first five run line plus a half. Mm -hmm. Partner, what are you seeing on this one? I mean, this one, you already touched on it. The Rockies are heating up at home. They are at home. Third in the MLB in first five runs scored with 3.55. They are sixth in the MLB in first five runs allowed at home with 1.81. We've touched on it before. They are god-awful on the road, 4-22 yep. and 22 or something along those lines. My partner already mentioned it. Partner already mentioned it. 19 and 12 straight up at home. And in these first fives, like I mentioned, a third in the MLB. Last five versus righties straight up. Uh, any or any position you put them in, last five versus righties. 256 batting average, 4.73 runs per nine, 342 OBP. They are uh, heating up against righties. The concern with them for a while was that they only can hit lefties. Things are turning around for them even against righties yes, lately, partner. Yes, sir. I uh, 150% agree with you. I was pulling up the sports book again. Mm-hmm. Uh, one key thing, I've played the Oakland Athletics a lot in this spot yeah right around the minus 130 to minus 140 mm-hmm. favorite and uh first five and for the full game and it has been a huge letdown spot for them yeah. all season long sometimes you got to lose a little money to learn from your mistakes sure. and i think today we are going to be cashing this with ease the rockies hit it at the buzzer 
two out of their last three games, they won the first five, and then in dominant fashion yesterday yes, against yeah. the Rangers. I think Montas comes out a little bit too confident and leaves a few pitches over the uh, heart of the plate there, and the Rockies might be the team to push across the runs and force the A's to have to tie it. So I like the tie at the very least, yep. but I like them to put up some runs. Right. Not only that, but uh, John Gray on the mound for the Rockies. He's been uh, pretty solid lately. I believe his ERA is somewhere in the low threes. Yep. So love he's all of that good. action. He's been absolutely good. The power of the beard, my friend. Mm-hmm. The power of the beard. So there you have it. The three legs for the prime time parlay. Why waste any time? Let's get right into it. Pull out your sports books. If you're not in a legalized state yet and somehow you're listening to the TTL podcast, we got our fingers crossed for you. We're hoping and praying for you. T's and P's, your direction, that legalized mobile sports gambling comes your way very, very, very soon. With all that being said, let's get into today's best bets of the day and uh, do a little quick recap so you got every single bit of value we gave you today. Here we go. Mr. Riley White, if you could be so kind. Oh my gosh, we're on fire. We're on fire. Everybody put us out. Somebody go grab the fire extinguisher. Hot damn. Nailed the the graphic today, but I did make it a little too big, so we are a little smaller today. We are a little smaller, but that's that's okay. You can still see us nonetheless. Let's get things started. Armag's best bets of the day. He is taking the Tampa Bay Rays money line, the Milwaukee Brewers run line, minus one and a half, and the Kansas City Royals. Money line for the full game. Myself, move it right on on over to the other side of the screen. I'm taking the Miami Marlins first five run line plus a half, the Toronto Blue Jays first five money line, the Atlanta Braves first five run line plus a half, and wrapping up my best bets of the day, the St. Louis Cardinals first five money line. Just gave you the primetime parlay. Now you see it live on the screen. Three legs coming at you for a juicy plus 585 Mm -hmm. payout. Rockies, first five run line plus a half. Montreal Canadiens, money line. And the Los Angeles Clippers, minus three. Parlay those bad boys up. And let's get this damn special play to the pay window there you have it hammer them home lock them in sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you like to say just make sure you get them in at whatever the best current line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book there you have it ladies and gentlemen and you might be wondering if you have never been around before what this money line dice roll is down here in the left side of the screen if you've been around for a while we know it's a crowd favorite we know you love them you ought to go check out the website. In all honesty, they got other cool stuff outside of just the dice. We'll get into that in just a second. But we talked about a uh, little bit of a rough beat last night for the Moneyline yeah. Dice at the top of the show. The Portland Trailblazers were ran off their home court by the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, and ugly. their postseason hopes were sent into oblivion. Dice were a little off last night. Mm-hmm. Two and two on the week. Mm-hmm. How about let's close this week out three and two. Yep, They're feeling real good, and we got a solid matchup for them to roll on for the New York Mets and San Diego Padres. So without any further delay, let's get into today's Money Line Dice roll of the day. Let me reach on over here and get our good friends. Go huh? for it. How we doing, fellas? Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's a good Friday They're for them, They're back eh? on set. It is a beautiful Friday. They're ready to rock and roll, my friend. And the home away dice has made its way on set. Okay. Here we go. 
that is not the one I want. I mean, they give you more dice than you know what to do with sure. sometimes. I tell you, uh, ATS Moneyline Dice has made its way to the set. I didn't greet them the last time. I think that's the problem. Hello, Dice. Say hi to uh, hey, Dice. all the wonderful viewers out there. Say hi to Max. Hey, Dice. Here we go. Hey, you ready to uh, get some picks today, huh? <laughs> hey, they're glistening in the studio light right now. I can't even begin to explain to you. So if you didn't know, New York Mets are the away team. Wow, I actually kind of like this. New York Mets are the away team, and the San Diego Padres are the home team. Obviously, you'd imagine the Padres are coming in at the favorite. What do we got sure for are. lines there, partner? Padres coming in as a minus 188 favorite, uh, minus, or plus 120 on the run line, plus 170 for the Mets uh, money line there and minus 141 for the plus one and a half run line for those Mets. Okay, and there you have it. That is the best odds found per Action Network HQ app. Once again, reminder, follow us on that bad boy. You'll get all of our best bets of the day. But without further delay, here we go. First roll, give them traditional quick shake. Well, ASMR, of course. Here Gotta we go. have it. First roll, as always. Home team, San Diego Padres, or away team, New York Mets. Dice will let us know in three, in two, in one. That'll be the Padres. The home Padres. team, Padrinos. Okay, okay. So, ready, Dice. to start off the weekend, are the Dice going to side with the heavy favorites on the money line again? Or are they going to give us a little bit of juice on this run line here today? We will soon find out in three. In two, in one. ATS. All right. We'll gladly, gladly ride alongside with you, Dice. I'll catch you guys here in just about 0.5 seconds just to confirm the dice. Partner, why don't you let them know what the hell we got going on? I will. Go ahead and show them. I actually really like this play today from the dice. We've got uh, Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres versus Joey Lucchesi. Blake Snell has not been himself this season. You keep waiting for him to have some uh, positive uh, positive progression right on the screen. That is beautiful. Home and... Uh, what's up? Just popped up out of nowhere. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right there. So, uh, as I was saying, rough couple of outings the last two times out for Blake Snell. I think uh, I think the dice are waiting for some positive, positive regression here, positive progression, whatever you want to call it. And uh, these Mets tried to get it done last night. Got the uh, got the cover. I uh, I think Blake Snell's gonna hold him down today, partner. And uh, you know bounce back a little bit and get himself on a nice hot streak. He's got a five 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 ERA on the season. That is not the Blake Snell we all know and love. He is rearing to get back on track. And uh, I really like this play from the dice today. You got some nice plus one twenty odds on it. Plus one twenty, huh? Mm-hmm. The dice have spoken! Almost destroyed the microphone set because of how excited I am in this play. I am up, standing up. The Moneyline dice are blocking my head. It's okay. I'm excited. I'm ready. We got some good odds on them. We do have some good odds. I'm glad you're hyped up. <laughs> I'm glad you're back and being behind. Yours are broken now, but... Hey, you know this is coming at this I time. I do, but... That one was a, that one was a, that was rougher than usual. So in the dice we trust. If you want to run a ticket to the window tonight, guaranteed. The dice have spoken. San Diego Padres run line minus one and a half. Lock it in. 
and let the dice get your ticket to the window. Thank you, Moneyline Dice. Thank you, Dice. Let's put them away. Thank you, Dice. The traditional. As I am putting them away, you will see the beautiful carrying case. Uh, can't really see the logo. I wish you could. It's a little, but it, it's so do- doggone cool. You got the dice. They are uh, they are black, but when you hold them up to light, they're translucent, and you can't even really see that from there. And then they got the gold letters on them. So absolutely crispy product. Uh, like I always say, was using these before we even partnered with Moneyline mm-hmm. Dice. Um, I've so, got my own set at home. Yeah, he's got his own set. So if you want your own set or any of the other great, great merchandise, I mean, you see how hyped up we get over Moneyline Dice. So yeah. any other other great merchandise that they have, uh, head on over to MoneylineDice.com. And actually, we make it super easy for you. In this episode description, second link at the bottom, hit the MoneylineDice.com link, enter code TTL. 10 at checkout. Uh, we also put that code right there in the description for you as well. Enter that at checkout and you're going to get 10% off your first order at moneylinedice.com. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Moneyline Dice roll of the day. Man, feeling good about today, partner. I am too. Feeling good about today. We got seven straight plays coming at you. Recap them one more time. We'll flash it quick on the screen. Here we go. Our mag's best bets of the day. Colts best bets of the day, primetime parlay, and the money line dice just to reconfirm in case that didn't wake you up. And now you know San Diego Padres run line minus one and a half. Let's lock it in. There we go. It's showtime. It's time to cash some doggone tickets here, partner. I am ready to cash some tickets. I'm feeling like we are back on the right side of the tracks. We are back on the money train. Got the vibes rolling we in have, hot. We have left Loser Station mm-hmm. on for greener pastures to piles of money station. Yeah, no question. Wish I would have had a little bit of your uh, come yeah. back there. Yeah. Either way, if you are one of the kind gamblers and uh, degenerates, if you will, as we always like to say, that uh, joined us for today's episode, episode number 52 on this beautiful June 4th, 2021, and you're about to head on out of here, first things first, we appreciate you. Peace and love. Hope you have a terrific Friday and a spectacular start to your weekend, but don't be gone for too long now. Make sure you come on back because we got more sports books to bankrupt and we need your help to do it one play at a time. So with all that being said, we will catch you on Monday. But for those of you sticking around for the second half of today's show, you know what time it is if you're part of the TTL faithful. If you're just joining along now for the first time, you are really about to find out. If I blew your ears out the first time, That wasn't nothing. Here comes number two. It's time for today's Rants and Reactions. Got to get you guys awake, live, hyped up, and juiced for this Friday. Yeah, no question. Oh, baby, let's (laughs) go. So with all that being said, let's kick it back a little bit. Drop it into first gear. Talk some shit. 
How you doing over there, partner? I'm great. Feeling good? I know yeah. you got a uh, big weekend up ahead. I do. Going to the, going, getting back to the ballpark on Sunday for yeah. the first time in quite a while. Tell us, tell us about it. What you got? I'll be in. Uh, I'll be on the south side. I, uh, Sox Tigers on Sunday. Ooh. I believe it's a one o'clock or so game. First time back at the ballpark since 2019, late 2019. Tried to get in there, uh, obviously, before uh, the shutdown. I had about three, four games on my schedule. Then got that money back obviously but uh i'm excited to get back in the ballpark man have a couple beers have a couple uh ballpark dogs best concession best concessions in the land so uh no it's uh it's It's pretty doggone good no i mean they actually have like metric like i don't know they had like i don't know about metrics but like they've had like (laughs) metrics they've had like There's some type of voting. there's some type of uh, yeah, voting. There you the go. Uh, they were rated the best concessions ah, in the land. They do so, have some uh, good concessions. They, have some, they got some creative <clears throat> ass shit. So yeah, I cannot uh, I cannot dispute with that as all. At Might all. be spending a hundred bucks on it, but uh, you yeah. know that's the way she goes sometimes. Yeah, you know. Speaking of MLB, and while we're actually on your socks, my man. Rough hit for you yesterday. Andrew Vaughn going on the COVID IL. Yeah, he'll be out for, uh, I think he's asymptomatic, so I think it's going to be probably only a few days. But uh, need some outfielders. If you've uh, got outfielders for sale, hit us up. We need a few. Got uh, Billy Hamilton uh, finding his bat somehow here, but I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, We've got a couple other randos. uh, Jake Lamp, not randos, I should say, but (laughs) (laughs) not mainstays in the lineup that are holding things down. Hit a moonshot last night for us, but I digress. Uh, we got the win last night. We tear the Tigers apart recently, so I've got no worries this weekend. But uh, yeah, if you got outfielders for sale uh, for a hit few this guy short up. months, hit me up. We could use them. <laughs> big time, big time. Yeah, I know that's a rough hit for you guys because he was really starting to find his own. He was. But you mean to tell me we're still dealing with this son of a bitch COVID? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I thought we were through this. I thought we were getting past it. I guess uh, we've still got a few little hurdles to get over yet. Just a huh? few, yeah. All right, soon enough, we're opening up nice and slowly, slowly but surely. Uh, Not so slowly but surely, maybe until his return. Mad Bum officially hits the injured mm-hmm. list, my friend. Yeah. Not uh, not exactly the news we wanted to hear yesterday. Now, uh, it's uh, baseball's more fun when he's out there and he's pitching uh, like his normal self. So hopefully this is all he needs to get himself back on track because he was back on track for a minute. And, uh, yeah, obviously he's been dealing with some of the last few starts and it's been rough for him. So hopefully that gets him back on track and we can get him dominant out there again. But uh, we'll see how long he's out. Hopefully not too long. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right there with you. I uh, Baseball is a lot more fun when Mad Bum mm-hmm. is uh, dealing and you can get some of those great stats and games and graphics, yeah. especially us as content cre- creators. We love uh, those good graphics <laughs> to, yeah. to dish out from Mad Bum. Uh, while we're on the topic of MLB, before we actually get into the next topic and my favorite topic of the weekend... Sticking with some MLB, uh, who your socks got? They got the, got the, the Tigers, Tigers all weekend, the entire long. weekend, yep. right? Four game right. series, so I believe. I, I could see a nice little four zero sweep going Three, one, there. Four zero. You yeah. got uh, Turnbull and Kopech, or no, Keuchel uh, tonight. Keuchel tonight. Yep. Keuchel, Kopech, Kopech's out. Yeah, Kopech's out okay. for a minute. All right, all right. But I I'm mentioned uh, socks against the Tigers. I don't know the number off my head, but they are absolutely dominating them. They dominating them over the last like 10, 15 games. Okay, so, feel all pretty right. damn good. Uh, my Cubbies got the Giants all weekend long. A uh, little bit worried about this right now, especially with Arietta on the mound tonight. Uh, not exactly sure who the Giants are I don't Giants think it had been announced out. by the time we started yeah, recording. It, it so. still hadn't. We'll see. Uh, we'll do you just a quick live look here. Oh, of course, it's at the very top of my screen uh-huh. because I have it. Uh, oh, still unlisted. So still the Giants still have not uh, 
put up who they're going to have. Yeah, yet. this Giants team is one of your favorites to uh, oh, have some action on. So it must I hate be a tough weekend for you, man. Oh man, and I hate betting against the Cubs, and I just can't bring myself to it. Uh, don't know if I'll probably be staying away completely, but. I said it one time. I'll say it again. I'm worried about Arietta on the mound yeah, tonight. Those late matchups, man. Uh, West Coast matchups for us, Central Standard Time and Eastern Time Zones. They are rough for us. Yeah, I brought it up. Uh, brought it up to you yesterday. How about we just make it across the board? Yeah. They start at 4:45, 4:30, 6:30 yard time, 7:30 on the East Coast. You're wrapping up by 10 o'clock at the latest 10:30 on the East Coast. Yeah. We're the ones that matter. Fuck uh, well, them. of course we are. <laughs> they're their own world right yeah, now. All the West Coast, they're their own world. But hey, uh, actually, shout out Sage Alvarez if you're watching. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. <laughs> I absolutely love you, dude. Um, moving right along. Nothing else uh, really big to report on MLB. Uh, got, got, a, got a big weekend of ball, though. Yankees-Red Sox rivalry Ooh, this weekend. Yeah, big I always love that one, even though I don't like either of those teams. No. I love the rivalry. I uh, don't mind Boston first five plus a half on the run line okay. today. I'm okay. kind of interested in that with Yavaldi on the mound. Okay. He has been uh, rather solid against the Yanks in his sure. career. So okay. uh, just a little another nugget I'll toss out there for you. Might be something I'm playing on the side. We'll see what happens. But I already talked about it. Let's get into it. Let's do it. If you know me, you know I eat, sleep, and breathe UFC. I have, uh, full disclosure, in the past, had an amateur uh, amateur mixed martial arts career. We have joked a few times about revitalizing it once our YouTube career really takes off. <laughs> <laughs> However, I doubt that shit's actually going to happen. But... Let's get into some UFC action. Uh, I have been I've been watching UFC for sure better part of uh, a decade now, mm-hmm. and uh, you came on board a few few years back now, a year and a half, two yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, I was a real, real, real casual fan back in like middle school and high school, but then uh, you know college age, and then especially the last three four years, I've been a huge fan. Uh, once uh, once they really put it on ESPN Plus and had some solid fight cards on these fight nights, I've been uh, watching just about every single one of them. Oh yeah, and, uh, I mean, I'm still you know with how many fighters there are, I still learn and see somebody new so every then he single just time. Asked me so. and i'm like oh you remember this guy watch watch this fight on the lower one yeah. on the lower ones especially yeah. yeah absolutely so that's why i'm here i have been pretty doggone solid on my ufc main card parlays missed it last week by this much mm-hmm. so i am ready to bring you another one now i'm not ignoring you i'm gonna have my espn plus app up here as well as mags and then i will have my sports book up as well uh let's see let's see let's see let's see um all right kicking things off main card parlay we got five fights on the main card it looks like you would uh one would expect yeah. i do believe that is they don't correct. really separate it on the ESPN. yeah they but. don't separate it on there let me look on fanduel sportsbook bear with me one brief moment you guys have never uh, actually got to see this live and in prime time you've all always just heard us talking about it so this is actually the work that goes into it so not a lot of uh names for the casual fan on this card however there are some good matchups i know you like main card here we go 
Uh, yeah, I will tell. I will definitely talk about a few of those uh, fights. Sure. If if you have ESPN Plus or you don't, I suggest you get it. But I'll talk about some of the fights um, uh, that you should definitely be watching because there's no way that you should be able to illegally stream this at all. So um, we'll uh, get into it. Here we go. Main card. There is uh, one, two, three, four fights actually on the main card. It does look like here with uh, the remainder being on the prelims uh, per. FanDuel Sportsbook. So they usually have it pretty spot on. That's kind of weird to me, but whatever. We'll just do the four while we're here. Already promised it, so let's rock and roll. Uh, first fight is Roman Delize and Loriano Staropoli. This one, you know, this is a tight, tight ride, but I really like Roman. Um, he has been... He has been quite solid. I'm trying to find him. Oh, here we go. Um, these Some of these Switzerland guys are are stone cold killers and guys that you need to watch out for. They're, they're usually taken to be uh, all nice and uh, guys, you should uh, just, oh, no big deal. Stay away. Sure. No, he is a monster and a half. He's actually coming in at the, as the taller fighter. Um, he does have the reach advantage as well. So I'm is a dull, dull, uh, Delize. Delize. Yeah. Uh, coming off his only loss of his professional career. So yeah. that, uh, you might like that. Yeah. He's eight and one. Oh, I'm back. sorry. He's, I, I said Switzerland. I, uh, duh, that's, that's the biggest disrespect. I, I oh, he's Georgia. Georgia. It's yeah. Georgian. Yeah. These Georgian guys is what I meant to say. I just realized I said Switzerland. It did look like a Switzerland. Uh, yeah. I, I just totally realized, but I was thinking Georgian the whole time. So these Georgian guys, they are all of a sudden taking the UFC by storm. It is, it's absolutely crazy. So first, uh, first fight I'm taking, I'm going to take Roman Delize, uh, versus Loriano Starpo. Minus 140 favorite. I got minus 154, so not too shabby at all. Second fight, Miguel Baeza, Santiago Ponzimbio, and Baeza, 130 favorite. Ponzimbio, plus 102 dog. Um, First instinct, without even looking, I uh, love Miguel Baeza. I do believe he's 10-0. Sure is. He is 10-0, okay. Um, So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Miguel Baeza. He's been somebody I've watched for quite some time. He is uh, really starting to cut his teeth in the UFC now. Um, Coming off of a, yeah, against Tai Sato, like, that was a great, great submission victory against a submission artist in himself Mm -hmm. and Tai. Great Japanese fighter and somebody who's been actually putting guys out for quite some time and recently went on a streak Mm -hmm. uh, in Sato and quickly, quickly Baeza put that to bed. So without any further ado, give me Miguel Baeza. Yeah, Ponzin, Ponzinibio, is that what it is? Uh, I would say Pon, Ponzinibio. Okay. Ponzinibio. Anyways, had his first fight back in January for the first time in like two and a half years. Had the loss in the first round knockout slash TKO against Li Jiang Lang. Oh. So uh, could still be a little rusty. Argentinian here. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me all the Baeza. All right, third fight. Here we go. Oh boy, this one's going to be fun. We got Dusko Tudorovic. Actually, I know who that is. And Gregory Rodriguez. I do believe, first instinct, I'm going to go with Tudorovic. Uh, let's see what we're thinking here. Do, 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 do. If I can find them. There we go. Oh no, this isn't good, Max. This isn't good. What's not good? I said I would not bet against Ooh, Brazilian you fighters did say anymore. That, huh? You did. Okay, I'm not betting against Brazilian fighters. I mean, Gregory yeah, Rodriguez, I think you it is. Stick to it. Gregory Rodriguez, it is plus it. 112. All right, so there you go. There's three, and for the fourth, per uh, oh, actually, did the Walt Harris? I was going to say. So uh, I see it still on my ESPN. Maybe it's not on your FanDuel there. Yeah, it very well might not be. That could be the problem. Uh, I don't because I don't think it got canceled though. 
Yeah, if it's still on ESPN, I imagine it's still rocking. Yeah, it should be good to go. Well, sometimes ESPN doesn't get it up to date for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Let me see here. Walt Harris versus Marcin Tabura. Harris has a plus 145 favorite I'm seeing over here. Tabura 170, minus 170. Yeah, just a quick look. Looks like the uh, fight's still on. No problem. And you said Harris is coming in as the dog? Harris, the 145 dog, plus 145. Wow. Yeah, so I will probably be taking Ty Burra in that matchup. I love Walt Harris. I love his story. That is nothing against it. That is just me playing the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is just me playing as a smart better. And uh, last but not least, you have yeah. This is definitely not right. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even sure if the other these uh, all these that I've given out are 150 percent correct. Uh, yeah, no, they are. They're all the. I do the rest believe of it is the main card. And then, so... So last but not least, you So there's the six event. fights. There's six mm. fights then. So then you got Antonio Arroyo and Tom Breeze. Ah, okay. Uh, so big favorite in Tom Breeze. I don't really even have to look at that. That's Tom Breeze all the way. Is Arroyo... Arroyo's a, a Brazilian, a though. Brazilian. Plus 210. Oh, you know what? I got to stick to my word, <laughs> I guess, right? I mean, you know... Because I think every once in a while you have a spot like this where you don't stick to it because it seems like... I'm uh, going to stick to it. Antonio Arroyo, I'm sticking to it. And then give me... Give me all of Jarzino Rosenstreich in that spot. Uh, Sakai has done a lot over the last year. He's been in the cage a lot. He's done a lot to prove himself. However, biggie boys do. But he's also a Brazilian. Sakai is Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can fade one of them. Yeah, man. I think you can fade one per card. Give me biggie boy. I'm with you on that one. I like Rosenstreich a lot in this one. Give me Biggie Boy in that one. So can't give you official odds on the, let's see, the four picks that I have um, currently. Let me get rid of these. Okay, so the four picks that I have currently, you're getting plus 1755 odds on them. So 10 will win you the 175.59. So you always love to see that. Um, so it'll probably go up to over plus 2,000. So yeah. get some real juicy odds. Sure. If you're rolling with me, I will be sure to put it on the Action app once everything comes out. Sometimes the day before, they don't give the right exact odds. So yet another reminder great time to tell you follow us on the action app so you can get all of these plays the other fun parlays riley does the little bit of everything on saturdays gets a little wild and crazy and juicy i do some additional stuff i do the main card parlay and then obviously we have all types of straights outside of that i can't tell you the last time i haven't placed 15 bets in a day so you can find value throughout that uh, i don't know where you're looking so follow again me at cash underscore with underscore colt him at r mags and the entire crew at talking the line for the full page so there you have it um moving right along let me get everything closed out here so i am not all distracted trying to worry about other bets and other things that we are discussing and talking about uh let me get that and that there we go all right so moving right along um into some nba news partner or actually uh while we're on ufc uh just a quick 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 look um Fights I would suggest you watch. I would suggest you tuned in to Sean Woodson and Yusef Zalal. Mm-hmm. That is uh, going to be one of the first fights to kick off the card. Nasty. Going to be a scrap and a half. Would also suggest that you tune in to Alan Patrick and Mason Jones. Mason Jones is a minus 300 favorite, but I also think Alan Patrick has a little bit of something up his sleeve. I suggest you watch the fight between Muslim Salikov and Francisco Trinidaldo. That's going to be a scrap. My man, the Canadian A, 
Tanner Bozer making his return to the eight-sided circle, fighting Ilir Latifi, who is also a madman in his own Mm -hmm. right. That's in the heavyweight division. So that's going to be fireworks from the word go. Suggest you tune into that one and probably don't bring any extra explosives because your TV might blow up. Uh, Montana De La Rosa making her return, but fighting a Brazilian in Ariana or Ariane Lipsky. Uh, that one should be an absolute scrap and a half. Uh, really, really good, good fighter in the flyweight division in Montana De La Rosa. If you never heard of her, I love watching her. Uh, Tom Breeson and Antonio Arroyo. That one should be a great, great fight to watch. Look out for Miguel Baeza. He's on a streak right now against Santiago Posibillo. Would absolutely, absolutely uh, tell you guys to tune into that one. And then, uh, obviously, the co-main and main event. Uh, the main event should be better than... Uh, I'm a little worried about Walt Harris. Something might happen to him. His last few last few fights haven't been too good. Um, but that Rosenstrike-Sakai fight should be... Yeah. Should be uh, walking on pins and needles mm-hmm. uh, until somebody makes contact as uh, pretty traditionally every Sakai fight and every Rosenstrike fight have Someone's been. getting knocked out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, anything... UFC wise, you got uh, one to add there. Ah, uh, no, you nailed it, man. I, I am just uh, juice for that main event. I am a big oh, yeah. uh, Rosenstrike fan. He's got uh, two losses in his last three, I believe. So he uh, he is due for a swift knockout in the first couple of rounds, I think. Yes, sir. So how about a little uh, NBA action mm-hmm. now? Uh, we had some uh, some serious serious defeats, some serious victories last night. We've already talked about them a little bit throughout the pod already, but uh, Blazers. Get knocked off. Mm-hmm. Dame time, not enough, man. Not enough. Yeah. He uh, ran out of gas there a little bit at the end. That hurts. Uh, and you can't really blame him because he's trying to do a little too much on his own. And, uh, you know, CJ McCollum's helping a little bit, but uh, they need some more help there, partner. Yeah, I mean, he'd have a uh, at least a double-double a game if anybody could make shots once he passes right. it to him. Right. And, I mean, I think they're going to they're gonna make some serious moves this off off season, whether that be a new coach. I think that's uh, almost yeah. definitely in the cards, new coach. Uh, probably going to retool a little bit. They've got, uh, I mean, Yusuf Nurkic, they don't put him in. It's, Terry Stotts didn't put him in the right spots. They needed some big rebounds down the stretch. Nurkic was nowhere to be found. Yeah. And he's solid, solid on both ends of the floor. So the coaching decisions there is uh, pretty questionable. And uh, I think Dame is going to... Uh, be stewing a little bit, going to be wanting some moves to happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm already seeing people like, oh, is Dame, it, will Dame be on the Blazers next year? And it's yes. Yeah. I he has so. uh, expressed undying loyalty to Portland. Uh, that is no question. If there is anyone who is loyal to their team, especially in the NBA, it is Dame Lillard. He's also got four more years left on his contract. So it's not like he's, uh, you know, a trade candidate with one year on his contract or obviously being a free agent and getting out of here. He's got four years where he's making upwards of 40 five million to uh going to be 50 million here in a couple yeah, so of years probably not tossing that in the trash no definitely not and uh you know I, that's not really uh i mean obviously if he wanted out and the blazers wanted to trade him there's going to be some suitors there but that's not going to be the case and uh they're going to do some retooling here this offseason so with those retooling pieces who theoretically would even come to portland right that's tough because i mean it's not really a market that's attractive not but at, at the same time you've got two pieces that uh seem to be awesome dudes they seem to get a I mean, CJ McCollum's got a really solid podcast, always has a lot of NBA players on there, different athletes. Uh, So people like both of those guys a lot. So really, it comes down to if you, I mean, they're not, I don't think they're going to be able to get another superstar, but I mean, I think there's going to be some solid pieces on the market that uh, if they want to win and there's, uh, you know, the money's not right or winning situation isn't right elsewhere, I think uh, Portland's a 
pretty prime spot for it. And uh, I don't know who wouldn't want to go play with that guy, Dame Willard, because he is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, absolutely. So heartbreak in Portland. Let the headline read. Mm -hmm. More heartbreak. Los Angeles Lakers, the Lake Show, packing up their bags, and LeBron gets dealt his first ever first round playoff loss in his career. Now 14 and 1 since he entered the NBA. I think there's a small part of him that obviously he wants to win every single round, every single matchup, every single finals. But I think there's, I mean, he did not seem too bummed last night in last night's press conference i think think he he realized a he's worn down after the long 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 season last year into the shortest off season in nba history well i mean he complained about it all off season yeah he did and uh i as much as he you know kind of juices that type of stuff up i can't really blame him too much as far as the wear and tear on it i mean you know you could sit back and you know let the let the season play out by itself but Regardless, I think, uh, you know, I think he's happy to have some, uh, you know, extra rest than he's used to. Um, obviously, you said this is his first first round matchup that he's lost. So I think the Suns, uh, Suns got some juice here and uh, I think they uh, got a chance to uh, make some waves here in the next couple of rounds. Yeah, very true, partner. I mean, let's not hold any bones about it. LeBron James is 36 years old, man. Mm-hmm. He's getting old. Mm-hmm. He is getting to be an old dog, and he's not healing up the ways he used to. I mean, he right. takes care of his body, but I do also think that very short offseason played a huge role to his recovery, to what he needs to be able to do to play at the level that he is playing at. Right. So that begs the question, LeBron got one more year under his belt or what? Oh, I think he's got more time than that, especially with some rest. I mean, it looked brutal. It did, but I mean, you have to also think the last decade he's gone deep into June just about every season I guess that's true. So, you know, with a little bit of extra rest compared to the rest of the league. I mean, you saw it last year. um, The two teams that made the finals, the Miami Heat, had some wear and tear on them this season. They obviously had their own bow out in the first round. Uh, I mean, the expectations for them were a little different than the Lakers. A lot of people had them repeating, but... uh, They, they're going to need to do some retooling, even with a healthy LeBron and Anthony Davis. What, the rest of that lineup was looking rough offensively, at least. What'd you say about Kuzma? Two points? Oh, yeah. Two points last night on one for six shooting. I, I mean, I like Kuzma as a fifth, sixth option, but when you're putting, putting that much on his shoulders as he the... Ain't gonna get it done. I mean, last night, I, don't, I can't remember uh, who else contributed offensively. Uh, I know KCP was back in the lineup, but you can't expect those guys to be the second, third offensive Well, you option. talked about it, man. Uh, you can't expect those guys to have an out-of-body right. experience and that's what type they of need. game. And that's and what they need. That's what you have to have from those guys. And, and unfortunately... I think the Lakers are finding out that they might have not built the best way for the long term. They built for the now, and I don't know. We'll see if uh, LeBron and AD can come back next year and uh, make it a whole different story and rewrite uh, the history books. Right. Well, luckily for them, contrary to the previous team that we were talking about, LA is a nice uh, free agent destination. So they've yes, got a is. little bit of a they do advantage have some sway. on the rest of they the They do league have there. some sway. So that leaves us with Nuggets and Suns. Mm-hmm. Early predictions, hot takes, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, where do your thoughts lie? I'm liking the Suns. I am liking the Suns. It's going to be an interesting matchup. The Nuggets, even without Jamal Murray, have still kind of not really skipped a beat. And a lot of that is because of uh, Michael Porter Jr. We saw it yesterday in the first quarter. He could not miss. Obviously, obviously he's not doing that every single game. But, I mean, he's been a big factor the last couple of months for the Nuggets. And, uh, you know, he might have to be... Obviously not scoring over 20 points in the first quarter like he did yesterday, but he's going to have to be a big factor if the Nuggets have a chance in this series. But uh, I like Chris, I mean, Devin Booker seems to be, 
just the exact right dude for these situations. And uh, I don't think that's going to stop. He is burning at the at the heels here for another series win. And uh, with the home court advantage, I'm giving it to the Suns in six or seven. I think it's going to be a good series. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good series too. But uh, with the, how the Nuggets played against Portland, I mean, that was a little bit too close for my liking. And mm. I think those teams match up very similarly. And I think the Suns are just about a tier or a tier and a half above from what the Nuggets can really produce right now. I yeah, mean, defense I mean, is a lot yeah, better than Blazers' defense was. Yeah, I mean, MPJ had a great night last night. Mm. You can't deny that. The Joker had a great night, 36 points overall. I mean, they they can put up points, but they still struggle on the defensive side mm. of the ball. And it's not, uh, nah, I'm not too overly confident in them to even really steal two games okay. from this series. Okay. So, hot take, I, I think the... Uh, the Suns, Suns can, roll right can, through. Get it, can get it done within four or five. Okay. I think so. Okay. I think, uh, or maybe even five or six, we see, sure. a, we see a little four, two, um, uh, four, three type action. Oh, that would be seven. That, would be seven. that would be seven. So it might go seven. I don't know, but I, I also think that they, the Suns could definitely get out of there early. The, yeah. They're, the way they're playing, Crowder, Aiden, Paul, Book. I mean, that is uh, a lot of that options. is a deadly, deadly starting lineup, mm-hmm. my friend. So uh, I, I think I'm right there with you all over the Suns. I think they take this one nice and easy. And then, uh, not to mention, was one of our uh, part of uh, one of our favorite picks, part of the primetime parlay, right. rather. Um, really excited to watch this game tonight. Clippers, Mavs, Game Six in. Dallas. Yeah, I'm ready for it too. Uh, like we already talked about, we don't have to go into it too much because we already did on the parlay pick, but uh, the away team has won and covered in all of yeah. these games, and I don't think that's going to change. I think we're going to get game seven. Trend could break in game seven. I don't know what the case will be there, but uh, I'm excited for this game. I don't think it's uh, you know the 9, 9.30 start like we've been seeing. I think it's like 8 o'clock for us, so, yeah, so. not going to be dozing off at the end of this one, I don't think. But, no, uh, but this one will be a good one for sure, yeah, so uh, I definitely the, suggest uh, we stay strapped in. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you got the Jazz awaiting the winner. I yeah. Whoever we'll wins this series, I am juiced for whoever, uh, whoever gets the Jazz. So Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, last night, more playoff action, NHL hockey, more playoff action tonight. Uh, the NHL was absolutely electric last yeah. night, my friends. The Bruins and Islanders go to overtime. The Bruins end up winning 2-1. to one. The Hurricanes and Lightning go to overtime. Lightning end up winning three to two. Hurricanes. I mean, or, or Hurricanes won three to two. I apologize. Uh, absolutely electric, electric uh, night of hockey. And I think we got more ahead tonight. Obviously, Canadians, Jets, we already talked about that. I am so ready to see that matchup and see a pissed off Habs team comes out. If they have, have they already not been a terrific, great team to watch? Now they have even more of a chip on their shoulder. Give me all of the Habs, even maybe outside of the primetime parlay. Yeah, no and question. And then you got the Abs and the Golden Knights, and that's just going to be absolutely incredible. Must win think, for the Knights. Yeah, I think the Golden Knights will have a little bit something going on there in the black hole on the uh, Las Vegas Strip. Mm-hmm. So I I think the uh, Knights can squeak one out here. You think so? I think they can. I, I think they have a shot, but then uh, once it might go up 2-1 or uh, be, become 2-1, and then uh, from there, Colorado says, okay, no more boys. I'm taking more Colorado more. in five, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you're not too far off base there, so we'll we'll see. I mean, it it, it has every single game has been terrific. Mm. They have gone right down to the wire. They've been back and forth. I mean, last night's Tampa Bay and Carolina game, no goals in the first, 
Four goals in the second, no goals in the third, neck and neck towards the end of the OT, goal for the Hurricanes. I mean, it, uh, you can't ask for better hockey. It is the playoffs. You got to tune in if can't you blank. haven't tuned in. Can't blink. It doesn't matter if you don't understand hockey. You will yeah. be on the edge of your seat yeah. all doggone game long. Right. It is absolutely electric. So uh, definitely staying locked in for some NHL playoff action. That's about it, my friend. Nothing too major. We've been going uh, quite windy here today. Nice Friday, beautiful, getting after it, uh, getting right after about an hour and a half. Don't like to keep you fine folks up too much longer than that. So uh, about to get into some motivation minutes here. Go for it. Uh, Outside of that, before we do anything, uh, obviously, I always ask you at the end of the show, but anything uh, we skipped over here, something might have buzzed on your phone, Any uh, oh, anything major? Actually, um, one thing that I did want to uh, say, and we actually, uh, right before, super happy, ah, super yes. excited yes, for yes, yes. Uh, T's and P's answered, uh, Greg Olson's son. Uh, they have found a heart donor for his son. So uh, his his old heart was getting pretty bad and it wasn't looking good at all for the big guy. But uh, they have found a heart donor yeah. and uh, the Olsen family is overjoyed to say the yeah, least. Yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of steps to still make, but this was a big one, no yeah, question. Huge, so huge, huge, huge. Everybody loves Greg Olsen. So. Yeah, big time. Uh, and then outside of that, nothing super crazy. I heard that Japan is saying that they're being cornered, quote unquote, into hosting the Tokyo ah. Olympics. Who knows what's going on? Maybe they're watching this video right now. <laughs> Put on my nice tinfoil hat, nice and snug. Either way, uh, little too late in the afternoon here mm-hmm. to be talking about uh, are we going to have the Olympics yeah, or not? Yeah. We, uh, we got about a month and a half. To I go honestly here, have boys. not been following it too much. Gotta, but uh, as going. you mentioned, this seems like a little bit late of a conversation to be having right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, So that about does it for today's rants and reactions. Uh, We got some TTL updates, some sport talking the line sports media updates and some crew updates coming rather soon. Next week, uh, we will have some new stuff rolling out. And in the coming weeks, we told you we're getting bigger, better, faster, stronger every single day. You'll see small little updates here and there across our social medias and all of our platforms and uh, wherever we do post content. You'll see little updates here and there every single day. Continuous improvement you're going to see with the TTL crew. That's all we do. And we can't thank you guys enough for sticking around, hanging out with us and helping us do that day in and day out. You guys uh, keep us passionate and keep us uh, driving towards the goal of success and uh, wanting to bring the best content that we can to you guys. So appreciate each and every one of you. With all that being said, that does it for today's rants and reactions. Let's wrap this bad boy up the only way I know how and the TTL crew knows how with a little inspiration and my motivation minutes. Here we go. So nice, quick, easy one for you. Something you don't have to do a lot of work to apply or even really think too much about. I wanted to share a quote with you. You're going to kind of know what uh, what what's the quote is centered around and give you a little bit of perspective and some things to think about as you go throughout this weekend and some of the interactions you might find yourself in. So this is not for me. I uh, was actually scrolling through Snapchat last night and uh, an old friend of mine from college, she is uh, in her master's program now. Uh, she actually has an amazing story uh, now that I think about it. It comes from uh, absolutely dirt poor and uh, <laughs> nothing to her name and uh, is absolutely killing shit right now. So I uh, won't say her name, anything like that, but uh, great, great human being. Um, but I saw this and she's taken a master's course and her professor said something that was really profound. And uh, she her caption was, I love my professor. And then it was a professor saying this. 
And uh, I'm sure the professor found it as a quote somewhere, and I'm sure you can look it up and it's a quote from somebody, but I just wanted to share it kind of raw and how and share with how I found it and how it kind of came to me and kind of one of those life moments kind of eased me right into sharing it with you guys here on the Motivation Minutes. So the quote I wanted to share with you guys today and something I really want you to think about, people won't remember us by what we say and do, but by how we made them feel. One more time. People won't remember us by what we say and do, but by how we made them feel. And I I don't know why that hit me so hard or why that rang so true with me. Maybe it's because we create content for a living. Maybe it's because we have a lot of FaceTime with people that we don't even know uh, a lot of the time. Um, but words fade. Actions die off. You might remember something uh, one week ago that you're not going to remember 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. Talk is cheap. Actions are have a lot more weight behind them, obviously, but they all fade away too. The key is what you do with those thoughts, those words, and those actions how you use them to make others feel. And it's so surprising how easy, easy it is to change the mindset of somebody else and put them in a better spot or turn around somebody's day by just shedding a little bit of kindness. Let your thoughts and your actions and the words that you speak show kindness. You know, I know I cuss like a sailor from time to time, but that doesn't mean you can't also show kindness with other words and with what you do. And maybe I make you laugh with some of the cuss words that I say, so I'm showing kindness. I hope that everything that I say in my motivation minutes, I hope that everything we give you guys throughout the show conveys kindness. We do this to give you guys a break, a vacation through your day, somewhere that you can come and not worry about all the chaos and bullshit going on in this world and have a little bit of fun at the same time doing it, get a little inspiration doing it. It is so easy to spread kindness. It is so, so simple. It is also very easy to get stuck in negativity and anger and doubt and worry and fear and let that be conveyed out onto other people. Don't convey your issues onto other people's stuff. Because I'll tell you what, is they got their own issues too. They have their own backstory. And if you got two people who have the mindset that, you know what, regardless of what I'm going through, I'm going to just be kind. Just be kind in every single action and every single thing I say, whether I agree with it or not. You're going to have a pretty good interaction there. And if we can all do that, we can start having some pretty damn good interactions across the board. Mm -hmm. And if we can do it across the board, we're a pretty damn good world to live in. And I don't understand why it's so hard to grasp and it's so easy to not do. I mean, I suppose I do with how wrapped up and into this we are all day long and how much you focus on this and can't even focus on the person in front of you. 
I mean, tell me when's the last time that you've been in line at a gas station or a grocery store and you were on your phone instead of having a conversation with the human being on the other side of the fucking glass? It's just point blank, period. Excuse my French, but that's some things I'm passionate about. I think you should take the time for there are other human beings, and regardless of if that is their job and you're in a rush and you're going on Saturday, prime example, you're hitting your groceries tomorrow, you're at Target, you're at Walmart, Kmart, wherever you want to go tomorrow, and you're hitting your stuff, instead of being on your phone or looking all over the place and going on, when you're in that line, take a moment to be kind to that checkout clerk. Take a moment to say a few kind words, whether that's how are you doing today, and actually mean it. Actually mean it. Not just because you had to say it. You'd be surprised when you bring that energy, how someone might respond. And you might just turn their entire day around. So for this weekend, going into Friday afternoon here and into the rest of the weekend, I want you to remember that people won't remember us by what we say and do, but by how we made them feel. And spread a little bit of kindness today and every day. That does it for my motivation minutes. I love it, man. Anything you'd like to add, pal? Yeah, honestly, I, I think about it all the time about how often like actions, whether it's you or someone else, like you last week or two months, two years, how it's so easy to forget some just my you know, minute action. Uh, but like you said, it's the way you make people feel or the way people mm-hmm. make you feel. So yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. I mean, you can think I mean, th- right now, stop, sit, and think about somebody, anybody. Mm-hmm. How do you feel inside about them? The first thing when you think about somebody is how you feel about them, not what an action they did or a thought, or maybe you think about an action and that in turn causes you to think about them or or how that action made you feel. Keyword in the sentence, how it made you feel. Mm -hmm. Everything comes down to that. And don't be that person in somebody else's lives when you pop into their head that they go, ooh. Right. Don't be that person. Be kind. Spread the kindness, spread the love. It's it's becoming kind of like a, a viewed as a sissy thing to be kind nah. and loving. And, you know, screw that. I screw that. And I'll start right now. I love you, dude. I love you too, dude. Appreciate the shit oh, out of you. Thanks. So let's have some fucking kindness. Spread some damn love <laughs> this weekend and stop fucking spread negativity, all right? Now, damn it. Well, you listening to me yet? <laughs> so that does it officially for my motivation minutes. Let's get this show wrapped on up. Holy cow. You guys have been with us now for an hour, 35 minutes. Thank you so much for all that have stuck around and all that have now tuned in later after we got done recording and streaming. And uh, if you're listening on the audio version as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Partner. As always. To start the weekend. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering in the soul that you've been dying to get out to the kind degenerates that stopped by episode 52 on this beautiful June 4th, 2021 today. I got a little short and sweet one just to get oh. you on your way for your Friday. Okay. Nothing crazy. A little, okay. past, a little past the hour that you might enjoy this uh, this uh, particular special day. It is National Donut Day today. Hey, there ain't never a bad time during the day for a donut. Uh, that's how I feel, too. I don't get donuts too often, Ooh. but uh, if it's National Donut Day, you might have to think hey, about it. Hey, listen now, homeboy. What do we got? 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We got this place called Spunky Dunkers. If you're in the Chicagoland area, in these suburbs, I highly suggest you slide on over to Spunky Dunkers. I'm Spunky pretty sure Dunkers. they are open till 2 o'clock. 
We might be having donuts for lunch, cousin. Eh, I'm not opposed <laughs> to it. I'm not opposed to it at all. I'm more of a Sunday morning donut guy myself, but yeah. I'm not going to say no. Hey, either way, never a bad time for a donut and happy National Donut happy Day. Happy National Donut there Day. There you go. If that didn't I, uh, go, yeah, I, I had uh, I had some couple juicy ones yesterday. I thought I was going to have nothing. I should have saved one of them, but I got National hey, Donut Day. Either way, I appreciate your sidebar. And if you haven't seen, I have to say it again because it's so damn awesome. I showed it to you yesterday. If you haven't seen the New Balance Dad, koozie oh. we are not fathers over oh. here but uh oh. we still love this damn koozie this it's miller light and <laughs> go look it up because it is fucking awesome i can't say enough about it i want it so bad i highly suggest you do the same I, and we ain't even dads over here it is so damn cool it's literally the back of the new balance shoe <laughs> i mean it is the coolest <laughs> thing ever and your miller light just sticks right <laughs> inside of there i mean it is absolutely beautiful Highly, highly recommend. And uh, as soon as I can find out where to purchase one of those, I am scooping one up. You better believe you, me. So thank you for your sidebar, partner. I appreciate that. Helping me wrap this thing up. Let me do a quick little scan. Ah, yeah, it looks like we're good to go. A quick little reminder. Head on over. This episode's description. Top link. Talking the line. Link tree. If you're looking for us on podcast directories, if you're looking for us on YouTube, if you're looking for us on social medias, if you're looking for our newsletter that's soon to come back in the near future, or any of our other content or platforms, we make it real easy for you. We keep it all in the link tree so you don't have to search or go to a Pacific episode, (laughs) I did say that on purpose, (laughs) to find uh, something you might hear us talk about or something that you might want to look at. So it's all there. Go there subscribe, follow, like, comment, all the good stuff. It's all in one central location for you. So just a reminder, hit that talk in the line link tree and get all of the TTL Cruise content whenever you want in one centralized location. Now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide, for myself and Mag's We hope you have a spectacular start to your weekend unless you have other plans. A beautiful, beautiful rest of your Friday. Make sure you don't stay away for too long. We will see you back here on Monday. Let's cash some tickets.